Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Now, I have a question for you. How far is too far when it comes to protesting? Is protesting outside a politician's house crossing the line? Well, People Before Prophet TD Paul Murphy tweeted a picture of a group of people outside his family home uh, last night having a protest. Now, it's the latest in a string of protests ha- held outside the private homes of people in uh, public life, like, for example, uh, the Taoiseach Leo Varadkar. Uh, there was a protest um, held outside the home of the then uh, chief medical officer. Um, this is common. At, uh, in the last couple of years, but is it a step too far to be having a protest outside the private homes of uh, public individuals? 87 106 is our uh, WhatsApp uh, number if you'd like to uh, throw your tuppence worth into this. I'm joined on the line uh, by uh, Jess, who is Paul Murphy's wife, to, to tell us, uh, in fact, she's on the line. Uh, Jess, tell us, if you will, please, what happened outside uh, your house yesterday evening? Yeah, at about 7 p.m., um, which is when we put Juniper down for the evening. Well, we try to get them down so that they're actually sleeping a good long sleep. Um, you know, you dim a room, so I'm closing the blinds in the bedroom, and I noticed outside that there was a group of men um, with placards and a tricolor and all of that, and I thought, oh, crap, we've got protesters outside the house. And uh, Paul subsequently uh, took a photograph of the protesters and posted it on on social media. What sorts of things were on their placards and why were they, do you know, outside your house? To be honest with you, like, I, I really don't understand why they'd be outside our house. I mean, it's obviously kind of an upsetting thing to have people protesting outside your house and a little bit scary. You know, you don't really know what they're doing there at first. I couldn't read the signs at first. I don't understand why you're waving a tricolor outside my house. Um, And as I said, like, we're just trying to put our newborn down. Uh, I I mean, after a bit, you could see one of the signs, I think, said Irish Lives Matter. And then there was another one that, like, um, maybe mentioned refugees. And, you know, to me, it's, it's really confusing why they'd be outside Paul Murphy's house, our house, considering we're the ones that are fighting on housing, we're the ones opposing the government's failed housing policies, we're the ones, you know, holding Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael ministers and, you know, other TDs to account for corruption. So, I, you know, we didn't go out and talk to them, so I don't really know what they're doing there. And uh, was that a conscious decision not to engage with them at all, not to talk to them? Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, for me and, and definitely for Paul as well, like, again, we're looking to put our newborn down, you know, every single day you're looking to try to get enough sleep because you're sleep deprived. Um, and we're just trying to go through the motions and we're not looking to go out and have a go and have a chat with these people and ask them what they're doing out there. How long do they stay for? And how many were there and were they making lots of noise? You know, they weren't really making any noise. Um, They were just kind of standing there and it looked like they were taking pictures from across the road. And they were there for about an hour and a half. And yeah, I think there were maybe about a dozen, I don't know, maybe a little bit less. Okay, so it wasn't a huge protest, but is something like that outside your uh, own home with placards being uh, displayed has to be intimidating not just for you and for Paul but also for your neighbours 
Yeah, I'm sure it was frustrating for our neighbours. I mean, we we did have some neighbours that you could see, like, come by to kind of chat to them. And, you know, we know some of the neighbours that are quite supportive. Um, and I'm sure they would say to them, what, you know, what are you doing here? Like, um, but, uh, you know, I, I think it's it's very, very odd to be coming to a cul-de-sac in a quiet neighbourhood to protest one of the only TDs calling out government corruption and housing policy. Um, particularly when you look at like what they look like they're protesting about. Um, I don't know why they're not at the doll. Does it make you nervous about the future, the, the thought that this could happen again? Absolutely. I mean, I, I have a newborn and like, what if I need to go out and I need to take them somewhere if there's something wrong? Like they just had their first round of vaccinations today. They could get a fever. They could need to go to hospital if they're outside protesting at my house tonight. It'd be a problem. I'd have to engage with them. So yeah, it's it's a bit scary to have that kind of thing happening. You know, you don't really know what people are are willing to do to make their point. Um, and when you have a baby like in the mix, it, it all makes it a bit more worrisome. Mm. Now, there's been much talk over recent years about protests outside the homes of uh, politicians uh, like Paul. Uh, there were protests outside Leo Varadkar's house, Simon Harris's house and so on. Um, what's your view on, on whether or not we need to perhaps legislate to stop people doing that? I don't think we need legislation to stop people doing that. I think people have the right to peacefully protest. I would not in any way be encouraging people. I wouldn't be promoting it. I wouldn't be organizing any type of protest outside people's homes. I just don't think that's the best place to be making your point. I think going outside the doll, organizing big protests in town, that's the best way to make your voice heard. Um, but I don't think that we need to be asking for more powers for the Guardi. They have plenty of powers to engage um, and to prevent anything bad from happening. OK, but uh, nothing bad happened per se outside your home last night. But a lot of no. people believe that protesting outside somebody's personal private home is a step too far. And in fact, looking at uh, many of the comments under uh, Paul's post last night on Twitter, a lot of people were saying that this is just a step too far. It is a step too far. But again, the Guardi already have powers to deal with this, so I don't think we need to be giving them more. Well, what powers do they have to move them on from outside your home? I mean, if they're being disruptive, if they're causing a problem, if if there's like if we needed to leave, for example, if we need to take the baby to the hospital and they wouldn't let us leave, then the Guardi can step in in that situation. Like they have the power to deal with it if it becomes a danger to us, a risk to others. Um, so I don't think that we need to be you know, preventing people from peacefully protesting um, in order to prevent these kind of thing. I think that we should be shaming people for protesting outside people's homes and make it very clear that this isn't um, the most effective way to make your voice heard. And I think if you look at the responses on social media um, and and the people that are reaching out to us today, even people who don't agree with us politically think that this is just beyond the pale. You shouldn't be doing this. Um, and I think that's the kind of response that you need to this. I, I don't think the response we need is to be legislating for more uh, power for the Guardi. All right, uh, Jess, thanks very much indeed for talking to us. Uh, Jess Spear, uh, the partner of People Before Profit TD, Paul Murphy, about that uh, protest outside their own private home last night as they were putting their uh, baby to bed. Um, We're asking, is it a step too far to be uh, protesting outside somebody's private home, their own residence? Now, as you could hear from Jess, uh, Jess isn't necessarily in favour of uh, legislation to prevent people protesting outside an individual's uh, own home. But 
basically shaming people for doing it. Um, let me go to uh, Connor. Connor is on the line uh, from uh, Dublin. Connor, is it okay to protest outside a politician's house? No, I don't believe it is. And for the same reasons that Jess just outlined, I think it's unnecessary. There's plenty of better places to make your voice heard. Um, and I think, yeah, it's quite worrying. Just first of all, I want to share my solidarity with Paul and with Jess and their, their newborn baby. Uh, I think it's a horrible thing to have to go through and it must be very unnerving. Um, I think just in answer to uh, your other question that you put to Jeff, because I thought it was quite an interesting one, do the guards need more powers? I think mm. the guards recently haven't used the powers that they already have. Uh, we had quite recently a series of protests outside emergency accommodation centres and other venues and more similar to that uh, during the pandemic. Um, and I think what you see online, and everybody's aware of this, I'm sure you and your listeners will be too, and there are threats made against public representatives and other public figures, and that should be covered under uh, other uh, other legislation already exists in regards to can use quite strong powers that they can use uh, to, uh, I guess, uh, move people on, but also to take action against those that make threats of violence. From my understanding of the protest uh, last night, it was a peaceful protest. There was no uh, loud shouting or anything like that from my understanding of it. Um, so the Gardaí really didn't have any reason to come and move them on. Okay, well, look, let's look at the figures that were involved and the people that were there. And let's also look at uh, some of the message boards that uh, the figures that were there use routinely. There's one that I won't name on air, but uh, where they were called to shoot uh, Paul Murphy as a TD. They were called, like that made uh, other people in the past, called that uh, for violence that are direct uh, and very specific. And okay, I think but, uh, my, my, really my, should be on top of these. Okay, but my understanding is there was none of those types of signs there uh, last night there were anti-migrant uh, anti-refugee signs but, uh, no, but, but of- let's be honest no no one telegraphed their intention to commit acts of violence. We have to. We only have to look across the water. There's been incidents in recent years. Joe Cox, the Labour MP, who was murdered by a far-right extremist in Britain. Uh, how far do we have to go in this country before uh, action, proper action is taken? I think the guards have powers to uh, act against these individuals who are completely anti-democratic. Uh, and I'd equally condemn uh, protests against government TDs outside their homes. I think there's an atmosphere here that is getting very dangerous very quickly and we need to call it for what it is uh, and also call okay, out the inaction so, of the so against those we, individuals. Do we need specific legislation? As I said, I, I was a little bit surprised that Jess said, uh, no, we don't need any legislation to stop people protesting outside uh, private homes. I was surprised with that answer. However, that is her answer. Um, Do you think we need specific legislation to stop people protesting outside people's private residence? No, I don't. I think the powers are already there under the Public Order Act. So there's Section 8 and Section 9 of the Public Order Act. But, yeah, but, but, but again, sorry, again, again, Connor, that protest last night wouldn't have breached any of them from what I could see. Oh, well, look, there's plenty of protests that I've been on over the years, completely legitimate protests that aren't outside individuals' homes, where Section 8 and Section 9 have been invoked by the guards as an excuse to move people on. Housing protests that have been on, that the, uh, I guess, the blunt end of uh, that uh, act myself in 2018 outside um, uh, North Frederick Street during that eviction when we're 
uh, arrested six of us as housing activists when forces to use quite a guard and there was nothing there that could really justify an uh, invitation of that act in that particular circumstance. There was no violence, there was no threat, it was a completely peaceful protest. So the guards are happy to use these powers against uh, against protesters in certain contexts, but not in others. Um, so I don't think there's a need for existing legislation. I think or, or new legislation, I think the existing legislation covers that just fine. There's perhaps though an unwillingness to use the powers that are already there. And I think also there needs to be much more work done by the state uh, to tackle the specific threat of the far right. Uh, I, as an individual, as a normal citizen, a, a civilian, as, a, as you'd say, I'm, I see this stuff online all the time. I've been at the receiving end of threats for uh, 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 condemning racism uh, in my own community and across the city uh, and I think the guards, these people do it in their own names, they're really not that hard to spot and uh, guards need to take action against those people uh, with the existing legislation. There's no need for anything beyond what is already there. All right, Connor, stay, stay on the line there for one second if you can, please. Our uh, WhatsApp number is 087-1400-106 if you'd like to get involved in this conversation. We're talking about protests outside the private homes of uh, politicians. Alan uh, joins me on the line. Um, Alan, do you think that uh, people feel this is their, their only way of being listened to? So, first, Adrian, I think even Jeff said it out there, that protest last night wasn't, wasn't violent, wasn't causing the social more abusing people, right? It was it was a it was a protest which people are entitled to do. So if we believe in democratic society we believe that these protests protesters are allowed, right? Yes, I do believe that politicians' actions are causing society to break down and causing these issues. Because politicians don't listen. Even at Paul Murphy himself now tweeting them last night, calling all these people far right. We seem to love this term far right and even though caller there far right. If he could point the far right out to me it seems to be this massive hidden group that are just hiding there waiting to attack. It's absolute nonsense. But we're using labels again to label people who may have different opinions, who may have concerns. They're all far right. So I 100% agree that the Guardian could step in last night. If that, if that protest got out of hand or anything happened, hmm. that's what the Guardian are there for. Okay, but there's no that's suggestion that it got out of hand in any way. No, but it wasn't. But what you heard of was over-dramatised. Other people are trying to over-dramatise it, right? It wasn't violent. I think there are protests. For, see, again, protests in this country depends on what side you fall on. No, if, it, if it's a, a cause you believe in, that's ah, fine, whatever happens is fine, but if it's a cause you don't believe in, then everyone's far right or racist or something like that. Okay, well, let, let, me, ask you, let me ask you a couple, of, a couple of questions. Okay, firstly, having that protest outside uh, Paul Murphy's uh, house last night, what did it achieve? Nothing. He didn't what even did engage with them. He didn't even go out and talk to them. But hasn't there, hasn't there got a bit of media attention for... for no, because we haven't... In any, when it's, it hasn't because we haven't in any way promoted anything that they might have been protesting because um, I haven't seen what's on uh, their banners. But also, interestingly, all of the uh, people outside Paul Murphy's house last night had their identity concealed. They'd masks on, they've um, hoods up. Why would you possibly be concealing your identity at a protest in, in something that you apparently truly believe in. So, so they do then flip that. So people who are having pro-refugee um, uh, protests also masking themselves up and putting hoods up. So, you know, it's the same okay, this, it, well, this question actually stands for anybody taking part in a protest. I just, yeah, for the life so of me, don't understand sides. if you feel you are entitled to have a peaceful protest uh, with your placard saying whatever your placard say, why would you possibly have a need to cover up your face? 
There you go. They're obviously hiding something. But again, this falls on every protest, no matter what side you're on. That happens the whole time. So we can't call out one side and, and say it's a dark art or something going to hide in their face. But then when it happens for a cause that you may believe in, then people do it. Oh, no, it's okay there. And this is the part that, so we need to move away from all this nonsense of labelling people. Okay, but let's, uh, let, us, let us go back to the point of uh, protests outside the private residences of uh, public uh, figures. And I think of Leo Radker, Tony Holohan, uh, Stephen Donnelly, Simon Harris, all had protests outside their uh, own homes. What's the point? point is that people feel they've got no other choice but to stand outside people's homes and protest if that is the case because they're not. But sure, they achieve absolutely nothing. Literally. But does any protest achieve anything? Does anything, well, if you never try, you never, you never raise any awareness of things, right? I have no issue with this, right? People can protest. Once the protests don't turn violent, in any way, shape or form, and people don't, are not getting threatened or whatever may be right, no problem. We need to believe it's a democratic society people have the right to protest. If they step out of the line, the guardies step in. And that's, that's the rules. Okay, so there's no need for us to even contemplate restricting protesting outside people's private homes. No, none whatsoever. We have enough laws there that can deal with do people set that line. Well, actually, what we do need is more dirty. All right, good to talk to you. Thanks very much indeed, uh, Alan. Our number is 087-1400-106 if you'd like to get involved in this conversation. Um, This message just came in to us and it says, there have been people protesting outside the Russian embassy for over a year now. There are private Irish citizens uh, living the other side of the wall across from the embassy. It's extremely intimidating to those of us that live there. Some of the signs are so upsetting and the language they use when they're chanting is awful. They've made my children cry. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about protesting, um, and in particular, protesting outside the private homes of public uh, individuals. Uh, People before Prophet TD Paul Murphy tweeted a picture uh, last night of a group of people outside his uh, family home. And we were asking, how far is too far? Is it fair game to protest outside the private home of a politician? 087-1400-106 is our uh, number if you want to get involved in this conversation. Uh, Joseph is on the line from Ballyfermot in Dublin. Uh, Joseph, what do you think on this? Um, well, I think, you know, the, these people stand outside uh, Paul and Joseph's house last night is absolutely repugnant. You know, when they say it, it wasn't a violent protest, yeah, there was no violence as in there was no physical attack but the intent of these people is very clear. And anyone, I'm not going to name names, obviously, but anyone who's uh, been on the streets involved in any kind of campaigns, or politics, community uh, uh, activism the last 10 or 15 years uh, in this country, especially around Dublin, knows who these people are, right? Let's not forget, these are the very same uh, kinds of people. They might not be the same individuals, but these are the very same kinds of people that were out in Swords Library, you know, ripping up books and terrorising library staff, getting an escort in, inside for the Gardaí, I might add. Also, these are the same people that are hanging around with the likes of Tommy Robinson. Tommy Robinson was uh, put up in Ballyferma a few weeks ago, uh, where I'm from. You know, and he's he's coming over here and he's rubbing shoulders with these very same kinds of people. The same kinds of people that are out, you know, um, going up and down the country, terrorising refugees and immigrants. 
you know, and uh, I was at a housing protest, uh, an anti-eviction demonstration last Saturday uh, for Tatney House. And, uh, you know, these, these people made online threats saying that they were going to attack people fighting against eviction. So that so shows mm. you the calibre of people that these are. Mind you, when I, when, I, when, I look at a Sorry, when I look at a protest like that one last night, I mean, it was, it was hardly um, massive support. There was about 11 people there. Oh, 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 oh absolutely. Uh, absolutely. Like, I mean, these people sometimes, like what we've seen in East Wall a few months ago and other places, they sometimes can, you know, they put an emotive post up on Facebook or some other uh, social media platform and they can sort of you know, um, uh, uh, again, a support that way, and they might get a few hundred on the street. But you know, when there's when there's intervention on the ground by people like Connor, um, you know, they, they can sort of refute the arguments of these people, because you know, when 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 you actually talk to people on on a sensible level, you know, you can really sort of dispel a lot of the myths that are put around by these people. You know, let's not forget, like these people. If you remember during the lockdown. There was a demonstration down near um, uh, the, the custom house, and these people came along with troy colours, and they had iron bars wrapped track, uh, in uh, troy colours wrapped around iron bars, and they attacked people. Right, they attacked people then uh, a while later outside the doll. Like uh, these people are not okay, uh, but as I said. Sorry, as, as I said last night, that uh, it was a measly old protest. To be fair, it was eleven, oh, well, eleven, yeah, eleven people. So, uh, and, so should we not just ignore so. them? No, and I'll tell you why. Right, you, I, I view these people as as, as fascists because all you have to do is look at if you were to go onto any one of these people's social media accounts and scroll through what their beliefs are, you couldn't come to the conclusion of uh, other than anything else that they are fascists. Right, so history is replete with examples whereby you don't ever give these people a platform. You give these people a platform, but this is exactly what I'm saying. Can I just finish this point? Sorry, can I just finish this point, please, Aiden? Yeah, go on. If you give these people a platform, okay, that then puts their views on a parity with the views of ordinary decent people, right. And their views are not on a parity with ordinary decent people. They want to scapegoat people. They want to come out that the the language they use is repugnant, right? I'm a teacher, okay, and I've I've heard this these kind of stuff uh, uh, pupils coming out with, right? And it's put into the head by parents, you know. I mean, the 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 the, the kind of politics that these people come out with, I won't even call it, but it's it's absolutely repugnant, and it doesn't seek in any way to challenge, you know, the system for providing uh, not providing housing, not providing uh, proper healthcare, not providing um, many other services that we need. They look to scapegoat uh, refugees and immigrants for the lack of those services. Right. Okay, stay, stay, you, have to, you have to call these people out for what Okay, stay there for one second, uh, Joseph, if you can. Billy is also on the line. Billy, what are your thoughts on people protesting outside politicians' homes like Paul Murphy's last night? I, I completely disagree with it, Adrian. Um, I think it's, it's a, a sad state of affairs in politics. But, you know, Paul Murphy is the person who brought this type of protest into Irish politics. He started off back in 2014 with the Jobstown protest, and he, he barricaded uh, Joan Burton and her advisor at the time in a car for three hours. So, so, well, you know, so what are you saying? What's good for the goose? 
Well, he, he, he's the one who started this type of protest, and, you know, they're now going to his house, unfortunately. I don't agree with it. I think it's repugnant, but the, the, man, has, the man has protested in this way himself in the past, or a similar way. It's not right, and I don't think it should be allowed at all by any side in Irish politics, but we have to remember he's, he's one of the, the perpetrators of this in the past. Do you think we need any sort of specific legislation to stop people protesting outside private homes? Well, I'd, I'd be very curious whether Paul or his, his partner made a complaint to the guy. No, they haven't. Night, they they haven't. So if they didn't make a complaint to them, I, I don't see what, you know, how the guards would have gotten involved in the first place. I'm sure if they had called the guards, someone from, from the local station would have been down to move the protesters along. But they made the decision not to. They just put it on social media to get the attention for it. Okay, so uh, essentially so what you're saying, they, uh, in, they, uh, as we remember that threatened. Jobstown protest where uh, Joan Burton was in her car for a long period of time, uh, two women in the car, um, and Paul three, was three hours, yeah, Paul, Paul time, was yeah. directly involved in, in that protest, you're more or less saying what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Well, I'm, I'm, what, I'm saying, I, I'm, what I'm saying, Adrian, is I don't think it's right for either side to do it. However... If, if it happens to Paul now, it's a case that, you know, he shouldn't be surprised. He's the one who started this type of protest in Ireland. Good to talk to you, Billy. Thanks very much indeed. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.